wouldn't it be great if when you went to buy a computer or after you bought a computer if you had any questions you could ask a genius well that's what we've got this is called the genius bar Uh, well, uh, Genius Bar episode, don't know the number. Uh, we just had to You're, wait. You know, start over. Start over. Your intros are so boring. I, I, I like haven't even finished it jacks. yet. I yeah, haven't even finished my intro. I can tell you it's horrible. <laughs> it's Genius Bar. Is that is that oh, intro better I, for you? I did an intro and Sam didn't like my intro, you, so now I'm just on the floor. Uh, I, hope you're, it's, I hope you're happy, uh, Sam. Uh, we had to wait. Hang on. Here I am. We had to wait for Sam because he had to get chapstick before we started the show. And by we, I mean Ross Young and I. Yay! Hello. Ross Young. We have him on the podcast, everybody. Is this the first English podcast you've done, Ross? Uh, I think so. Actually, I did one about uh, triathlons about six months ago what but uh, yeah yeah i had i overcame a lot of injuries to do a race and so that was they did a podcast about that oh that's super cool it's no way. way cooler than ours sorry about that yeah <laughs> no worries that's super cool so it's, the triathlon is uh that swimming running biking that's right so i got addicted to doing iron man triathlons and did 12 in four years <laughs> what <laughs> 12 yeah, in four years yeah, I lost like. I don't 50 even pounds. leave my house, Ross. Wow, wow, I, dude, that's incredible. I was basically, re- I was basically retired at the time. I had sold Display Search, was which was my first market research uh, and consulting company, and and wanted to enjoy some time away from work, and got addicted to that, and spent a lot of time training, and eventually got injured and had to get back to work because I couldn't couldn't train anymore. So that's why I got back into oh. this. Oh, wow. So wait. Yeah, I was, I was going to. Yeah, go ahead. That's John. crazy. Okay. So for everyone, we've talked about Ross a ton on the show. Yeah. Um, a lot of your favorite leaks come from him. Uh, he For the longest time up until like a few months ago, he was literally 100% accurate on Apple Track, the co-founder and CEO of D- DSCC, right? Display Supply Chain Consultants. So that's, that's your right. this is your second one. You sold the first one. Yeah, I ran the first. I started the first one in 1996. Oh wow! So there were <laughs> Dude, no. I was three. <laughs> yeah, I I wasn't alive yet. <laughs> there, there were no flat panel TVs. There were no smartphones. This was uh-huh. like notebooks, and we were getting towards monitors and way back in the day. So I, my timing was really good, and, and uh, hired really great people, and did really well with that business, and sold it, wow. and then and then started doing Ironmans. But I did meet Steve Jobs, so I have a Steve what? Jobs story. Yes, Wait, okay. a Steve Jobs now, story. That this is fascinating. Like th- I, I feel like I have a thousand questions. Let me just <laughs> let me just start with how how. <sighs> Your leaks fascinate me um, because not only of how accurate they are, but because they're so specific. And I feel like that's always the hallmark for like when something is not only believable, but usually mm-hmm. probably accurate is when you're like, like the iPhone, you know, 14 Pro Max is going to be 6.69 inches exactly. You know, other people <laughs> yeah. would just be like larger screen, but you know, like it, it, it's because you're obviously seeing things that other people aren't. So how, how do you get into that? Like, how do you? How do you start to display market research for him? Like that's not even something I would think 
is is a thing yet it seems very valuable and it's obviously important it's just something that's not on the top of my mind yeah it's because none of the display manufacturers are in the u.s right so they're just it's just not something <laughs> yeah. you think about it it's like in japan and korea and china it's like as relevant as the semiconductor industry but we don't have it here so you don't think about it right and it's a hundred it's a hundred and sixty billion dollar industry so it, it's there are a lot of displays being made Right. So they got to come from somewhere. But basically, it's a matter of hiring people who are deeply connected. Um, so, I mean, if you imagine what it takes to be a good leaker, you want to get you want to have people that know the right people. Right. At all the panel manufacturers yeah. and brands and and their suppliers and their supplier suppliers. So you can get the kind of information you need. And the kind of stuff that I put out there on Twitter is really an artifact of what we're doing because it's not the main purpose the main purpose mm -hmm. is to figure out how many panels is apple buying for the pro max versus the pro versus the you know the, the 13 or whatever from each supplier you know by month you know we're, we're really focused on on units and revenues and panel prices and panel costs the stuff about specs and what's coming when that's just kind of fun for me, mm -hmm. um, you know, because I know there's so many people out there that that really want to know this information and really care about it. And my yeah. customers don't really care about it. So I figure I might as well just put it out there. Yeah, wow. it's so I mean, it's so fascinating. So the, the leaks, that's just a side effect of what you're doing. But yeah. the customers. OK, so I, I think a lot of people wonder when you re when you refer to your customers, who exactly are you talking to? Like what are talking about? What is your company? do obviously leaking is not what your company does so what is like the right. main goal so our main goal is to help our customers succeed in the marketplace make sure they're not paying too much or too little for panels uh help them gain market share help them see where the market is going mm -hmm. um so i mean our customers are apple samsung display samsung electronics google um, you know, all of the big electronics companies, um, you know, LG display, uh, Sony, you know, everybody that's uh, that buy, you know, what we, what we used to say was anybody that makes a display or buys a display or, you know, think of it like John Cusack and what was that movie? You know, anyone that I don't want to sell or market or process. Right. That's what he said in the uh -huh. movie. But yeah. yeah. So anyone who has anything to do with a display. Um, you know, they, they can be our customer because we're really focusing on all aspects of the supply chain. So we're tracking shipments into the factory, shipments out of the factory, shipments hmm. into the channel. And we used to track sell through out of the channel as well and hope to get to that point again someday. That's so cool. Wow. I feel like that sounds I, like a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, even I have, I have wondered that too. Like, you know, yeah. obviously we benefit from your leaks and we follow you on Twitter. Um, but we follow you because of those leaks. Like, obviously, we wouldn't know who you were because mm. we're not your clientele. So it's really interesting to hear sure. what, you're, like, what the focus of the company is in the first place because the leaks are just a side effect. And I don't think, I feel like a lot of people didn't know that they they think you're just there to leak stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I, I've seen yeah, the SEC. You 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 guys just wrapped up uh, like a conference that you held recently, right? Yeah. So there's something called SID, which stands for the Society for Information Display. And they have a week-long event. And as part of their event, we put on like a conference within a conference. We help, we hold a uh, one-day business conference. And we, we, this is the sixth year in a row we've done it. 
And, um, you know, we had companies from Applied Materials, Samsung Display, Samsung, uh, I mean, LG Display, um, you know, a lot of other market research companies. We had automotive companies, um, you know, companies throughout, again, the display supply chain, you know, talking about where the market is going and, you know, what advances they have and, and things like that. Dang. That's awesome, man. And I saw were, you. you... I was going to say yeah, there were a lot of really cool uh, displays shown there. And, you know, people think that, that to see the latest and greatest display products, you got to go to CES. But what's shown at SID actually comes out typically a year or two before what you would see at CES. Yeah. And so half cool the stuff. stuff at CES doesn't come out at all. So True. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ross, when you bring that up, I, I want to pull up this um, this video that you shared that I found particularly fascinating the other day where mm -hmm. I was like, this, this I feel like is us getting closer. Let me share my screen so we can all take a look together really quick. Um, if you guys don't follow Ross, you should. He's uh, at DSCC Ross. Um, and he shared, I think it was... Yeah, yeah, this video. So we, we should also talk about BOE because I know that was something that John talked about mm -hmm. on Front Page Tech recently. But basically, you, you showed this video, which kind of blew my mind because I was like, okay, now I'm starting to see the function of like a sort of a modular display. So essentially, this is it. And the screen for audio listeners literally stretches and the content on the screen adjust its scaling based on it. So imagine you went from iPad mini to iPhone size. Uh, all the, I mean, it, it's crazy. And when I saw this, I was like, okay, now, now this is kind of interesting because I, I've not been a fan mm -hmm. of foldables. I don't see the actual legitimate benefit of those of just a simple flex display, but something like this, you know, obviously that's very early stages and it's sort of like a brutal, uh, you know, designer mock-up, but I, I was fascinated. I was like, okay, I, I can see how a screen that would sort of stretch it out mechanically or could be pulled apart. That's something that's sort of appealing. Yeah, I think it has a lot of potential. And I've actually been forecasting the rollable market for a couple of years now, even though it doesn't exist. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I, the, 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 uh, the products like the Fold 3 and the Fold 4, they don't make a lot of sense to me because of the second display. You know, that second display, you know, adds weight, it adds thickness, it adds power, it adds cost. Why do you want a second display? You want the main display and you want it to either fold or roll. And that way, you know, you have that convergence device. So you don't have to actually carry something as thick as two devices. But then like, so I think having it mechanical like that, doesn't that introduce a whole new point of failure? That's just like, I feel like that's really right. risky. I, I would, I personally wouldn't buy that. Yeah, so it's it's about the motors, it's about the sliding mechanism, it's about how quickly does it open and close, how much battery life will those motors consume. It's not so much about the display. So the display part, part of it is pretty easy. So that's one of the reasons why I don't think Samsung's going to be in a hurry to cannibalize their foldable products with a rollable product, which kind of levels the playing field and makes it more about mm. mechanical engineering rather than display engineering. Oh, yeah. Also, Sam, you are so full of shit. Like, absolutely full mean? of shit. Okay, so what Sam Sam hates foldable devices. You yes. so you don't understand a foldable device where you where the screen is bigger. You open up screen is bigger, but a rollable one, you're like, okay, now I get it. Well, because it <laughs> you're it, like, oh, the it, screen it is bigger, but it's bigger because this way now. How's that better? Because I. 
Because instead of folding it and the device becoming twice as thick, this just sort of stretches out, but is the same thickness. But you were I, like, I that's you cool were like, oh, it gets ideal. bigger. I see more content. That's what the foldable does. <laughs> yeah, but a foldable doesn't. I I don't want it to be that way. All like, you can still use the rollable in its smaller size if you want. You can't use a foldable with half the display open. You know. I mean, a lot of people do that. They have it closed. That's what they're doing right now until we have a rollable one on the market. <laughs> I just, I listen, I'm not saying I uh, like that prototype is what I want. I'm saying that idea, like I, I have the vision where you you could take a screen and just sort of like stretch it out and get more and then put it back. You know, I'm not saying I need like this loud motor, but I like the idea and, and that's something I want to see in a prototype. I'm not saying that should come to market okay. and somebody should sell that. I'm saying I like to see that as a prototype, which is where I think a lot of foldables should have probably stayed. All right. Well, okay. So that that was from BOE, right? Yes. Uh, so how's BOE doing <laughs> in terms of uh, Apple stuff? We heard a lot of drama with them. Like, Well, first of all, for years, they have been trying to produce uh, OLED panels for iPhone. They got a smaller deal last year, right? Or was it for iPhone mm-hmm. 12 initially? 12, yeah. Uh, and they were they they lucked out. They got a, a bigger order this year, supposedly, for iPhone 14, uh, and that has that fell through like earlier this year, and we're just now finding out about it. Um, let's see. So we think that uh, originally we thought that BOE was going to sell around 40 million panels to Apple this year, mostly the you know the 13 and the 14, okay. um, and then and then on the 14. Um, they were caught changing a design of the display, changing the mask, which is very important, which is uh, you know a key element in making the display. They changed the thickness of one of the uh, you know the elements in the display, and you know Apple didn't take too kindly to that, and you know as they as they of course they shouldn't have, uh, and uh, they they stopped Boe uh, from producing entirely. Um, so we still think that. Uh, of uh, for the 14 they're still making okay. the 13 um so you know we we think the boe number will probably go down to like 15 to 20 million for the year and samsung Yikes. display will likely be the beneficiary of that and so their numbers will go up to like 145 uh, million um so Yikes. yeah so hopefully boe learns their lesson uh, hey, we're interrupting. That's the we're. This is an interruption. We're doing the we're post recording these ads so we don't interrupt Ross Young because. Who, we can't interrupt Ross Young. Today's first sponsor is Chili Sleep. Go to chilisleep.com slash genius. Get 20% off any new sleep system. Yay! Dude, that is something that I was thinking about. Like when I was at the hotel over the weekend for the, the event, like I was just like, man, it's so hard to get comfortable. Like, even though they try to make hotels comfortable, it's just not home. It's, you know, not. it's just not. And it, it, it's hard when you fall asleep hot. Like there was a time in the last week when I just couldn't fall asleep. And as soon as I turned the air down, I fell right asleep. But what if I could do that through my bed, John? What if what if your bed, bed could be cool? That's what I do every single night, dude. Especially right now, it's getting summer. Oh. Chilly sleep. I have so this little mattress pad under uh, under my sheets. Um, I have an app that mm. controls it. I can control the temperature. Obviously, it's summer, so I make the bed cooler. I just it's like you lay into that feeling when you lay into cool sheets. Except mm. always, it never heats up. Unless it's winter, because then you can set your bed to hot. It's perfect. It's the perfect sleep system. And I have not, I have not, not used Chili Sleep since the day I got it. I could not sleep without it. It's amazing. Hey, guys, head over to ChiliSleep.com slash genius to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new cube or Uber. Oh, it's 30%. That's more than 20. 
Oh, actually, I uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, this offer is available exclusively for Genius Bar listeners and for only a limited time. All That's right. Chili. <laughs> C-H-I-L-I sleep.com slash genius. Take advantage of our exclusive discount. I wake up refreshed every day. All right. Thank you, Chili Sleep, for sponsoring this episode of Genius Bar. Uh, back to the show. So wait, tell, tell us the story about meeting Steve yes, Jobs. Yes, we have how did that, to know. How did that <laughs> intro happen? I mean, I assume it was something for work where maybe Apple was interested in like your guidance on something. Yeah, they invited me to come over and give a speech. It was probably like 1999 or 2000. Wow. And so like now they wouldn't invite me. Actually, I was there a couple of years ago, but, um, I, so, were you leaking a couple of years ago though? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they wouldn't invite me now. I yeah. don't know. I just, I just saw them last week. They were all very friendly. Um, <laughs> and they just said, I said, are you guys upset about me saying anything about, you know, actually I showed, you know, Apple's roadmap for the iPhone. Mm-hmm. And there, and one of their engineers' comments was, "Oh, great! Now I don't have to worry about a roadmap. You did it for me." You know, so <laughs> they, they had a, a good attitude about it. Um, and they see, said, I yeah. think that's how it should be, right? Yeah, like you know, we're we're all here. We're all friends. We all make money by doing this. Like, let's yeah. support each yeah. other. You know, that kind of a thing. Yeah, they're like we're used to it now. You know, mm-hmm. so enough. They, yeah. They're used to John. You know. Trying yeah. to take, <laughs> trying to. I'm still waiting get, for my Square Apple Watch. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's coming. I'm, I'm hearing things. So I mean, um, we, I I know I'm hearing things too. That's what the next episode <laughs> of From Face Tech is about. We have new renders of the watch. Uh, so but it's like here we go again. I'm gonna put a Square Watch render out there for the rest of the year, and the event happens, and somehow it's rounder. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So they go. They asked me to present. And uh, I, I go there, I give my talk to them, and I'm walking into the cafeteria. At that time, I was really into visiting all the cafeterias, comparing like Microsoft versus Google mm. versus Apple <laughs> versus IBM. Okay. And, and as I'm in the cafeteria, I see Greg Joswiak, who had presented at one of my conferences and was a friend of Display Search, which was my mm. company. And he's with Steve. And he stops me and he says, hey, Ross, this is Steve. And I said, and I was like, I'm like, oh my God. And, uh, and I know and, who it and, is. And Steve's like, who's this? And Greg's like, oh, this is Ross from Display Search. And Steve's like, oh, okay. Like he, it, it sounded like he knew who I was. He knew mm. Display Search because they were using our data. Uh-huh. So that was like, you know, the highest honor there is, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I'm, su- I'm surprised so cool. you're even still doing it. Like you peaked at that moment. So, yeah. Yeah. It was like it's like meeting Steve Jobs and then this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, speaking of uh speaking of meeting people, I I guess I, I've officially announced this on my YouTube channel, but I'm going to Apple Park for WWDC. To meet Steve cool. Jobs. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna I'm <laughs> I'm not even one of them. I, I'm not risking it. I'm not saying anything controversial until after Dub Dub. Okay. I'm not saying anything. I don't want to say anything controversial while Ross is on the show. So, yeah, a lot of people um, probably don't know, but like I, um, I was like pretty into development back in the day. Like at one point, I had three different apps published on the App Store. Um, one, I had this idea. Um, it was, I was like, you go to Facebook to post, you go to Twitter to, sh- to tweet. What if there was an app where you could share and you could press a button and do all three at the same time? So I made an app. It was called Compose. It, like I still have, I think, screenshots somewhere on like a hard drive. Um, and then the second, I'm, I I don't know how I did this, but I made 
a mortgage calculator for my aunt. What? Where <laughs> it would tell you if you how much you wanted to finance and then like your percentage. And it was I got paid six hundred dollars for it, and I was like, oh my god, I am rich. Your aunt paid you six hundred dollars. Yeah, this is in <laughs> what? like freshman year of high school. <laughs> And I'm like thinking now, I'm like, that was kind of a good deal yeah. looking back. Like 600 bucks, <laughs> man. I made a whole app for you. Yeah. Do you have screenshots so, um, of this so we can put them on the show when I, I edit it? I, I'll i try to find them. I, I mean, like, so I didn't update them, you know, after I sort of switched from, this was like pre-YouTube, I think. Mm-hmm. Like this was, this was before I ever picked, you know, picked up a camera and put it online. I made these apps. So, you know, I've been an Apple developer since 2012. I mean, I, I feel like some people might see this and be like, you know, did he take a developer's spot? But like, I want people to know, like I've, I don't actively, well, I'm, I shouldn't say that because I come, I've been working on things, which is also why I applied in the background. But like, you know, I, I have a background in this and while I didn't keep doing it because I'm not the most proficient and I found my passions elsewhere, I was definitely, you know, I mean, I, I love the developer community. And so, yeah, I applied and they were like, you can come. That's not, and like, that's I'm not still, really the Ross Young treatment, but we'll take it. <laughs> I so like I guess I, now I know why they call it the genius podcast. It's not after John. It's after Sam's <laughs> Yes, <Yeah>. that's why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we exactly. definitely didn't steal so, Genius Bar from Apple. So, dude, I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't feel real. And, like, I don't think it's going to feel real until I step on Apple's campus. Because I've, so I, for context, I have never been there. I have never really? been to Cupertino in my life. And since I have been a literal boy in grade school, I have wanted to go there. And now I'm like presented a day where like Tim Cook's definitely going to show up, right? Like he's going to show up and meet the, the, I mean, you would hope I was going to ask you. So, uh, I might be meeting Sam, uh, in Cupertino for that. I I'm not invited, but like just to go and I guess hang out in a hotel while he's there. But, um, (laughs) well, it's only one day we're, we're going to do some other, we have some auxiliary. I mean, we we have plans to, 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 to record like a collab. Yeah. I mean, what would happen if I showed up and (laughs) walked into Apple park? You'd have to bail me out of jail. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, I, I've got 50 bucks. Did they, that'll cover bail. Did they give you any, since you have like the official invitation from them, did they give you any, like any further context to what you guys are doing there? Just watching the keynote there. And so they said, we'll get to watch the keynote, watch the state of the union and then meet Apple developers and experts, engineers and experts. Huh? But I'm like, well, I guess this is a good way to transition. I feel like the show's flowing very well so far. We're never like this I know. Smooth. People are going to be Usually like, what just happened? Like, <laughs> like Ross Young comes on the show and suddenly John and Sam are professional. We got to show up for Ross. <laughs> no, uh, th- this leads us into uh, hardware. Go on. Hardware at WWDC. Ross, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but like, do you happen to know of anything coming at uh, an event on June 6th? Maybe by the end of the week. So Ooh. sorry. Oh, I, we were so close. We're just a few days away. God <laughs> I, damn it. I, I'm just I, here. Okay. I'm, we're not asking for specifics, Ross, but do you think there could be hardware? I think so. We'll okay. Make, That's a, hey, say a no more. I don't want to, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not pressuring you into saying anything else. I just, because me, um, like when I, when I, so I have the opportunity to go right. Like I'm honored that I got selected. It yeah. was random, but like I'm still honored that I have no, the opportunity Ross. to go. And like, bro, right to stop <laughs> doing that to him. Stop! You're disrespecting him. 
Why did he, why did you zoom him so much? I don't know what happened. He's supposed to be zoomed for this shot right here. See, it looks oh, good like yeah. that. It does not. Yeah. When it's zoomed like that. Anyway, go ahead, yeah. Sam. Um, but <laughs> oh, now I lost my train of thought, bro. I just got like PTSD of Ross's like <laughs> my monitor at 100% brightness. Uh, no. Um, so I like going, I obviously I'm honored to go. The other like content, you know, creator part of me is like, you know, I'm going to not be able to post the videos right away. Probably. Like, I don't really know if it's like, you know, how, how am I going to like film? Like it's a whole all day thing. Nobody else there is going to be probably, unless they invite well, That's media. what I'm saying. They know, didn't maybe. give you like any guidelines with that invitation. I mean, they haven't sent the schedule yet or anything. And I'm to be clear, like I'm not under an NDA or anything. Like, obviously I'm not, if there's something they tell me I can't share, I'm not going to like share it. But yeah, I mean, they've, they've just been like, Hey, here's your invite. Like I RSVP and they're like, we'll see you there. I'm like, this still seems too good to be true. Um, but I, I've been, you know, to circle back, like, what if, what if there is new hardware and like, what if. I'm trying to, what I'm looking so closely at Ross's face, trying to see <laughs> if any reactions happen. I just saying, I, no, no, I'm just, I'm just like, that would be like, I just talk about life goals is to like, obviously I want to go to an Apple event live still. And I'm not like, th this is like a mini peak for me, but just to be in the presence and then be like, here's the hardware we just announced. Hey, you guys want to take a look at it and to be able to touch like be super they cool. a new MacBook air, hypothetically, like to be able to touch your new display. I'd be like, ah, this is crazy. Like I'm here. I just saw it. And now, and uh, you know, I'm curious. I, I feel like a queue will be, I, I think they probably won't invite media if it's just software. Right. I mean, and but also I think if there's hardware developers also, it's not, it's not like they're, they're inviting you because you're a developer, not media. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like anybody, to be clear, anybody in the developer program could apply. Mm -hmm. and, like they didn't ask for any prereqs. Uh, Ross, I'm not. I'm not going to ask any questions. I'm just going to say a few words. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is like good cop, bad yeah. cop. <laughs> MacBook Pro M2. How's that make? I you don't. Feel? I don't have any chip uh, insights. So, but uh, not chip insight. But there, it does have a display on it. You would know if it was coming. <laughs> but if it's the same display, I wouldn't know. Uh that is true. What about a uh, Pro, great, Pro great Display deflection. HDR or a Studio Display Pro? Uh, I should know by the end of the week. He knows something, so, Sam. He knows. So, no, Look no. at his so face. This, so this is interesting. Um, here, I want to pull up this tweet because this is something you, you have publicly shared. And yep. I would just love to discuss this because I find this fascinating. And it's something I'm not that we betting my eyebrows heard. on it. You're not? <laughs> okay. No. No, no sane That's, person would, Roth. <laughs> let's see i i know this was a minute ago i'm i'm officially the worst at uh finding tweets <laughs> oh here we go you don't even tweet that much like i feel like everything you share is pretty quality here we go this is the the tweet so on march 9th you tweeted this is right after the Apple event where we just got the first studio display, uh, the first low-cost display. Well, quote-unquote low-cost display in years, years. You said, still expecting a 27-inch mini LED display from Apple in June. Guessing it could be a studio display pro. Have confirmed it with multiple companies in their supply chain. And we believe production has already started on the panel hmm. for the new display. And then... Um, 
that's that's it, man. I mean, this is interesting, and <laughs> I would funny. love to. I would love to hear your thoughts. Well, well I, I guess so. So I'm a hater, right? I feel like I've realized in my life I'm a hater. A little bit. And when I saw this, I was excited, but my first thought was, "Wait, would Apple really announce two 27-inch displays? Like, why would why would they announce two displays the exact same size and not do a more tiered approach, like 24, 27, and then 32?" Mm-hmm. You want me to answer? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm curious what you, you shared that there would hypothetically be working on two of the same size screen. I'm curious what your idea is as to why they would do that rather than, you know, do a mini LED like 32 inch or 34 inch or something like that. Mm. Well, because their suppliers told us they were doing it. So that's why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> but uh, I mean, they can sell it for more money. So. Certainly, that's a you know a big reason. Um, you know, it costs more to do thirty-two inch. They can probably make more money doing a twenty-seven inch. You know, sell it for what they might have sold the thirty-two inch for, but only have to buy a twenty-seven inch. Mm. It's a good good strategy. Um, you know, mini LED monitors are not that uncommon. You know, the fact that Apple introduced a, an expensive you know device without a mini LED is kind of surprising. Um, so, you know, that's certainly the direction that they should be going with monitors. You're not going to see OLED monitors for a while. There's really no good OLED solution for monitors right now. If you look at what, uh, you know, Dell has and what LG has been promoting, you know, they're not even for, you know, they're not 4k unless they're like 40 inches. Right. So if you want a 27 inch 4k, you got to go with mini led. Um, so I, you know, we heard it from sources in Korea and in Taiwan, as part of their supply chain. Um, so that's why I, I mentioned it. Um, you know, it's possible that it could have been delayed um, or canceled. But, you know, as of, you know, when I when I wrote about it, you know, we had that information in hand from very reliable sources. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is that the no, one no, we I... confused for an iMac Pro of some sort? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was a 27-inch mini LED, you know, whether it's an iMac or a, you know, studio display or whatever they want to call it. Um, you know, we're, yeah. the, our suppliers weren't so privy to that. I right. mean, so, you, contacts, so you wouldn't, so you would know if an iMac pro was coming or not, because we've had, we've had rumors that it was like, first it was coming, you know, then nine to five Mac put out a report saying that it's not coming, that they've canceled plans for an iMac pro and German claps back like a few days later. That's like, of course there's an iMac pro, but you would know for sure if there was an iMac pro, at least if you, if you knew the display was attached to one. I would I would know that there's a 27 inch mini LED LED display. I wouldn't know if it's in a iMac or iMac Pro or Studio Display or Studio Display Pro <laughs> Plus Ultra, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Have you? But, go ahead, Ross. I'm sorry. I was going to say, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to put a mini LED in an iMac um, because then you're just reaching a price point that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I wouldn't think. Yeah, that's fair. But if it's sure. an iMac Pro. That's what I mean. Like, why would anyone need an iMac Pro? What? Know, why would you? Why would you need a two thousand dollar monitor in a five hundred dollar PC? You know? No. And you're, then you're. That's always been the issue with all the ones. Then you're you're stuck with that old hardware for the life of that monitor, right? Or vice that's versa. True. I still want it. Goddamn it! Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a really good point, Ross, actually, because that, that could sort of maybe be leaning into their new strategy where they're like desktop and then buy a monitor. 
you know, which like the right. Mac studio. And then they discontinued the 27 inch, you know, uh, mm-hmm. 5k iMac. So that, that's, I've never really thought about it that way, but that is a good point. Like you really are stuck with that hardware, even if the display was really, really good, but you know, the hardware that, you know, the display panel hasn't really aged over 10 years that that's much. Right. It's been the hardware inside. It's like the shitty Intel i fives that they used to put in the old yeah. ones that, you know, they don't hold up at all. And now that they're in the chip business, you know, they want to introduce new chips all the time so they can keep prices higher, raise prices. And so I, w- I do think they want to unbundle their best displays from their, their hardware. Mm. Yeah. I, I can't remember. Sorry, I just ahead, keep cutting Sam. everyone off. No, go. No, I, I'm just, this question's just been burning in me. It's very selfish to ask because oh, it no. only affects me. So I bought a, I bought a Pro <laughs> Display XDR in uh, like middle of 2021. But I, I love it. It's great. But I, I want 120 hertz. I like, I want 120 hertz. Have you, I can't remember, have you shared anything so far about Apple doing like a new pro display, like 32 inch class? Uh, I, we haven't sh- uh, shared anything about that. I think okay. there's something being worked on. Um, but uh, I don't, <laughs> that I'm makes not committing. Me so happy. I'm not committing no, no, to anything. I know, but well, this is why because he know he knows my ass uh, is going to be on Apple Track, being like he said on the uh, the Genius Podcast. I have to be careful. I like being on the top of that list. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Like that, if if people don't know my site, Apple Track, where I I track all this stuff, um, Ross is he's the most accurate source. And I, I know I would love to talk about the one thing you've gotten wrong because that is. That I remember, John. Uh, you I can think, see it. What did you, it hurts him inside. It does, and I, <laughs> I like it. the person who, the person who told me, I know who it is, and he works. <laughs> They're dead now for me, and I shouldn't have. He shouldn't have listened. I shouldn't have listened to him. He's definitely not getting a raise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I remember we we had talked. You know, I, I remember I had an exchange with On Leaks this week where he was like, "It's all biased and paid." I think he still believes that, like. Ross really? Young pays me to like promote him when like Ross oh, could attest chill. that Ross could attest that we talked about it. And Ross was like, so are you going to count this wrong? And I was like, yeah, I am. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, Very and then sad. what, what I, you mean, what Ross you mean didn't he didn't offer me, you money like everyone else Ross does said, Sam, for your website? Yeah. No, no, actually the next DM Ross said, I'll give you $800 billion. Billion. That's a lot. If, if you, if just this one leak and I said, Ross, whether it's one dollar or eight billion, I'm not. I'm not changing your score. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Ross is just like, yeah, you, I, I got to be careful. <laughs> but I, so yeah, that that was something sort of outside of your comfort zone that you you shared. Um, yeah, my monitor turned off. Yeah, okay. uh, product names I got to stay away from. I have no, it's no tough. Real... I, I don't think I could do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that stuff is, you know, that unless. It's somewhere like sort of later in the supply chain where they're making boxes or something or like the Mac Studio where it's literally engraved on the computer. Um, product names are hard. <laughs> like I don't hear about them until like a couple weeks before, like when marketing is queuing it up on the newsroom website or, or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But so what ha- what ha- happened there in that situation? Oh, my one of my employees said he knew the name of the next iPhone SE. He said it was iPhone SE 5G Plus or something like that. And I, uh, <laughs> he knew and I, it. And I, and I passed that on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now he's dead, the poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> rest, in, rest in peace. 
<laughs> yeah. But hey, I mean, you've got, I was just looking at your page you know, a second ago. You've got a lot of things pending that it could be good. I mean, they're going down. No, I don't know. I mean, cause also I, the, 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 um, terms of service I basically have for Apple track is like, if you share something and then revise it later, even if it's like a day before and you have new information, then like I'll, I'll get rid of the old claim and add the mm-hmm. new claim. Um, just like cause it. I think that's fair. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, people, I, I understand that information changes. Um, I mean, at one point Apple had an iPod touch three with a camera on it back in the day and mm-hmm. a week before that was going on sale, Steve jobs canceled it and was like, yeah. we're not doing this. So I understand that there's like very clear cases where things change. Like the company does change their minds and I think a lot of old media is like, no, everything's planned eight years in advance. Nothing ever changes. And it's like, yeah. yes, that is true. Things are planned incredibly far out, but things do change. I think the like, best the example of that uh, are AirPods Max. So they were struggling with that, like even in October, like it was supposed to come um, at one of those. That was like 2020 when they were having those, the first time we had those three events at the end of the year. And it was supposed to come, but they had issues with the headband. I think even German reported on that. I had tweeted that there was that there was delays in the supply chain. They're having issues, like a pretty big issue with the with the headphones. And of course, no, the media was like, "Okay, whatever, probably not." But then German reported that the there was an issue with the headband. And then they they work all that out, and they still get it out the door. Like in December, I think they got it. It was like a Christmas surprise. Love to dream had tweeted. Um. So yeah, they work on that stuff like. AirPods Max was supposed to have like touch panels on the ear cups and all that sort of thing, and that just didn't make it in the final version. Uh, so yeah, I mean that stuff that stuff does happen. Yeah, yeah, we saw that with the uh, um, uh, higher refresh rates, right, on the iPhone, which was it, eleven or twelve? Where we it was the twelve. It had one hundred twenty hertz, definitely one hundred percent confirmed until it didn't. <laughs> right. Was that so? That was the thing that actually happened, favorite, where the iPhone 12 was going to have 120 hertz, and it just didn't make it in the end. Well, I think you had test models yeah. with it. You know, I didn't. I, no, I definitely. Heard. I didn't. <laughs> okay. I feel like I have it at my house. So I don't want Apple to come like <laughs> knock down my door. Yeah. Well, you yeah, had for, seen yeah. pictures of test mm-hmm. models, but I, yeah. I had heard from my team who had contacted. Their pa- the panel suppliers mm-hmm. who had confirmed it was definitely not coming. So I felt really good mm-hmm. about that. Like my favorite mm-hmm. leak so far, I think, regarding Apple was on the MacBook Pros with the variable refresh. Nobody saw yes. that coming. Mm-hmm. No, no, dude. Yeah, that was I remember seeing that and I freaked out. Like when you tweeted that, I, I, pr- I mean, obviously I didn't record myself, but like when I saw that, it was so <laughs> close to the event and I was like, no way. No yeah. way. No, because that I that was that moonshot that I wanted so bad. And I mean, I, I that MacBook Pro to this day, I I think that might be the best product Apple has ever made. It is just rock solid in every department. My uh twenty my twenty year old has one. I'll have to ask him if he likes it. I, I haven't gotten to use it. You see my ass? <laughs> yeah. That's right. We're interrupting this special episode with Ross Young to tell you guys about Mac Weldon. Dude, you guys know me. I'm super into fashion. I have incredibly high standards for this kind of shit. Can I say that? I will. You can. Um, these, are their, <laughs> these are their ace sweatpants, dude. They are so... I know John's going to be mad I'm not near the mic, so I'm getting near the mic. Okay? It's fine. This is in 
incredible. Okay, I've had their t-shirts, I have their pants, and I will show you, once again, the pants are comfy. They have long boy pants. They're the only company I've seen that has long versions and normal versions. I'm a long boy. I'm just carrying this <laughs> Sam is the I, longest boy. Dude, I like. I don't even know what to say. Like, there's a whole read. Let's see what what should we say? I mean, John, you've tried this stuff. It's incredible. They've got board shorts and swim trunks as well for the summer. It is summer. I don't go outside, but I sleep in my yeah, swim trunks. I, <laughs> dude, I, I sleep in their shirts all the time. They're like my go-to. They've literally become my main shirt for like going to bed. They're just so comfy and wearing out. They're beautiful as well. I don't know. Like did I just, you, this is great. Did you know if they go to MacWeldon.com slash genius, they get 20% off. That's a big percent. 20% off their first order with the promo code genius. Again, that's MacWeldon.com slash genius. M-A-C-K Weldon, W-E-L-D-O-N.com slash genius. And of course, a huge thanks to Mac Weldon for sponsoring this episode of the Genius Bar. And for sponsoring my legs. And Sam's legs. So obviously, um, you're really you're really well known for your Apple leaks, but that's just because you know people. Th- that's what the news cares about. They care about Apple the most, and so mm-hmm. you say anything about Apple ever, you know that's what gets pushed. But yep. I don't. Have you ever said publicly like what your preference is personally outside of the leaks? Uh, I don't know if I have. Are you so? Do you lean Apple, or are you just those are just better leaks? But you're actually like on a Huawei P90X or whatever it's called. No, I have a 12 Pro Max. <laughs> okay, I have. I'm using all Apple. I bought a Z Flip. Unlike mm-hmm. uh, Sam, I, uh, <laughs> I, I I I like foldables. Uh-huh. And yeah, you know, funny. one of the reasons I like it is I I like to ride my bike a lot, and I put it in my back pocket of my bike jersey, mm-hmm. and it's much mm-hmm. smaller and it stays dry. Like my Apple. My iPhone, I pull it out when I'm riding and it's all wet and sweaty and I can't use the screen <laughs> and I'm afraid it's going to fall out. Uh, yeah. But my kids wouldn't uh, accept the fact I couldn't do group text uh, with iMessage <laughs> while I was on the Samsung and they'd have to text me separately and it was too much for them. And they went on strike and insisted that I <laughs> switch back. <laughs> So, uh, thank uh, this is a public thank you to Ross Young's children. Yeah. We appreciate you <laughs> here at the Apple community. Oh, That's amazing. Shit. Um, okay. So wait, you're on a you're on a 12 Pro. Yeah, yeah. I don't have LTPO. I'm, I'm very upset. Wait, well, you act like that. You're uh, like I mean, restricted. Yeah, like why yeah. <laughs> you're very upset. Why, not why? that upset. So are, are, are you upset, not a guy? No. See, this is the bubble that I live in. Uh, you don't. I guess you don't buy the new phone every year. Is there a reason okay. why? I was using an, I went from the eight to the Z flip to the what? pro max. So I was using an eight for a long time. What? Why? That, Is there a reason? This fascinates. Just, yeah. It, it was fine. You didn't, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I can't That's imagine. Amazing. We have, I hate YouTube, man. Our lives are just like, we need the too. new thing right now, tomorrow. I tried it's like, just, it's just funny. I, I tried to, um, I got, I think it was a 10s or something. And I had that for like a couple of years and I was in that boat where I was like, I don't even need it. I don't even need it, bro. But then, uh, once you, st- once you start upgrading every year, you get used to that. And now like I would be in panic mode if I was like, I, I, I don't buy it. I don't know what the next one is. Yeah. I'm the same way. It's not. I well, I thought I you weren't going to get, 
I thought the whole plus pill made you nauseous. You you were definitely you said you hated it. You had a great listen, line. Ross. I hate it, but it doesn't mean they're not going to get my money. <laughs> I have and to. I have love it one. now. Oh I yeah, Sam is again. Like I said, Sam is full of shit. Is what he is. Uh, but I I've I've had a come to Jesus moment, as they say. About where I was like, this is it. Ross, what are your thoughts? I mean, you're the display guy. Like, this is kind of a unique design for the for, for the people listening. We're talking about the new design on the 14. I mean, what do you what do you think about this? Of course, I hate the notch from the very beginning. I hated the notch. It ruins the display. I'm a display guy. <laughs> I Don't hate the carve. notch too. But is this any better? Well, when I see companies do this, it makes me think they're on the way to under panel face ID. So this yes, is yes, the first exactly. step. And then, so you can see that they're making a change and they're going in that direction. Yeah. That was my so, thought too. Like I'm, I, listen, I'm not, I don't want this forever, but like there are benefits that come with it. I mean, we, Ross tweeted recently that the displays are increasing on the pros ever so slightly on the pro max from 6.6 point oh one to 6.6. Yeah. Sam, and then what is the benefit six. of this, please? No, point zero six on the pro. Yeah. It's a lot. But they could do that with the notch too, couldn't they? <laughs> That was so important. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is one of those changes that just baffles me. Because, I mean, unless we get uh, like a battery percentage in software, finally. Mm. Like, unless they bring that back. Otherwise, if we're not getting any other use of that space in software, they're not taking advantage of it at all. Why didn't they just keep the notch until they did under display? This is just one of those things that they just did just because so it looks new and they made it look fucking terrible so that everyone when they look at it and it doesn't have just a normal hole punch you're like oh yeah that's iphone that's from apple that person has money that's why they did it Mm, i disagree what go ahead please you have the floor explain you literally you literally do you objectively get more screen than you did before Ross you get that just said you could do that with the notch the, too. No, 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 no. You could increase the screen by reducing the bezel size, but I'm saying the, the actual uh, usable area of the screen will be slightly better because that black part that used to be the notch is going to be a, a panel. What are you going to put in that spot, Sam? What is what is so usable not about sa- that little I'm, spot I'm, up there? What are you going to put up who there? Who knows? I bet they're going to do something. <laughs> I bet they're going to do something. Sam Cole, everyone. Thank you. I bet they're going to do I bet they're gonna do something. I think that they are. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna add, bro. When I'm on Apple Park, should I say, Mr. Cook? Can I see iPhone 14? <laughs> yeah. Plus, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I go. Tim, do you notice it looks like an eye at the top? Have you well, yeah. have you noticed that? No, you swindled them. You they think you're coming in as developer. You're gonna walk no, in. Somebody's gonna I recognize am. you and be like, oh no, that guy's out. <laughs> do I should I wear like like a like a World War II mask in? No, that would actually probably be really scary. I should not you do sh- that. Uh, just a mustache. <laughs> should I grow my beard out? Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I, this is how much my beard will grow in the twelve days till dub dub. Stop, dude! Miracle grow. Just lay in a, a, a field of miracle grow and hope for the best. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so iPhone fourteen we know is having the hole punch, the pill shaped hole punch thing. But rocks. You shared a roadmap for the next uh, couple years of iPhone. Uh, so what is uh, what does an iPhone 15 look like? What does that lineup look like? They all get the whole plus pill in iPhone 15. Yay! How nice. When do we Here, get? I got, when do we I get? Got the graph. Oh, he, Sam's pulling it up. Look at that. Professional. I'm quick. There you go. 
Okay, so pill plus hole. Oh, Ross has for 2024 iPhone 16 to have under panel face ID uh, plus hole plus a hole punch. So face ID. So the face ID is under the display. Oh no! But okay, I, I'm not sure if you know this, Ross. But the if when, so for the iPhone 16 when they put face ID under the display. Mm-hmm. Is the hole going to stay in the same spot, or are they at least going to center it? I don't know. That sounds okay. awful. If the pill just goes away and then there's a hole punch weirdly shifted to the right, that sounds terrible. Yeah. I agree. Hopefully they put it in the center. But everything uh, I've heard is that the cameras are terrible for under panel cameras. They're not going to oh, be yeah. Apple standards for a few more years. That makes mm. sense. I mean, yeah. that makes so much sense because I, I didn't realize until seeing this that I thought under panel in 2024 was going to be everything. But now this changes things because I'm I'm just cognating that it's just going to be the face ID, the actual, like you said, the camera hole isn't, I mean, yeah, we've seen it. it like, I think, I think it was on the Z fold, the under display camera, right? Yeah. Oh, and it was so bad, dude. Yeah. Very visible. And what companies presented last week at our conference was that um, in low light conditions, you almost disappear with the under panel cameras. And video is really, really bad. And what they're saying mm. is you need like a faster processor to do all the image. Mm. Uh, to like make know. up for how terrible the camera is. Wow. Yeah. To, to uh, compensate for it. And like they're saying, maybe you need three nanometer, two nanometer chipsets or dedicated chipsets for it. Um, so it's going to be a while. And then, you know, the panel people have to talk to the sensor people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it just the, the under panel face ID part is not nearly as tricky. Just, just has to work right but the camera itself mm-hmm. has to be really good it has to be you know up to apple standards and do video calling and, and all of that so it's going to take a few more years for that to to get all uh, ironed out okay so we got a pill and a hole punch for at least a few more years especially on the the regular base models but he for 20, for 2026, I don't even want to be doing YouTube anymore at that point, dude. Oh. <laughs> By 2026, I hope I'm not talking about the fucking iPhone 18. Ross has un- <laughs> under panel face ID plus under panel camera. Oh. So that's iPhone 18 in 2026. And I'm sure I mean, that's a long time from now. So I'm sure things will change by then. Or I, I mean, how this this timeline isn't exactly strict, would you say? Uh, Apple told me I had it done, so they were just going to follow that. <laughs> right, I forgot. They told you they had it done. Okay, so, I mean, I didn't want to think about the iPhone 18, first of all. John, you know your ass is going to be, iPhone I know, 18, dude, the same can't titles believe they're they doing this? They're doing this now? <laughs> dude, iPhone 18 made not. me pretty. I hope so. Not. I hope I'm tired by at the, uh, at the display show last week, the big talk was, well, will AR replace your iPhone? you know, mm-hmm. in a few years, mm-hmm. you know, so that's what, what does Facebook Ross Young and, think about that? Uh, I haven't seen anything compelling enough to, uh, you know, wa- um, cause me to want to, you know, give up my iPhone. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you ever had Here's a cellular a, Apple watch? I do have a cellular Apple watch. Do I use it a lot? No, no. Okay. <laughs> only Fair only lasted. I don't, I don't want to have a watch that I have to charge every day. So, they're, of mm. course, they're working on that. But yeah, the use of a watch and AR glasses, that may be our iPhone of the future. I just don't want to think that like this is it forever. Just this no, is so. No, there's no way. And 
There's no way. For me, foldables and stuff, you know, that's just that's just because humans got bored. Like we got bored of this form factor. <laughs> the foldables aren't exactly like those aren't the future to me. We're just doing that because we're bored and so we're we're innovating and folding displays now. But at the end of the day, I really do believe that um AR wearables that that will replace our phone. I think I think uh Kuoming Chi said that he expects Apple Glass to sort of replace that stuff. Um but it even that is like how does it replace it for everybody? Because not everyone wears glasses. Are you going to convince people that don't even need glasses to wear glasses just because? No, you're not. And that's been my fundamental thing from the beginning that like, I hate wearing glasses. If I could, if tomorrow somebody's like, you don't have to wear glasses anymore, which I get, I don't know. I've been thinking about LASIK, but then my eye doctor's like, you can't because you have the astigmatism. And then I'm uh-huh. like, I don't know what I do. And then she's like, there's these people that tell you that you can get the no glass fix, but they're going to lie to you. And then you'll be more blind. And I was like, I don't know, man. Is it worth it if I'm going to be in this next YouTube boxing event? But <laughs> um, no. Uh, well, I mean, well, the thing that's coming imminently, right, as soon as this year is the VR headset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's just like a niche product for like gamers and. Not us. It's going to be very expensive. We think like $3,000 or something like that. It's That's a lot, fun. but yeah. guess who's going to do it? John and Apple. Sam. Are you going to get one, Ross? <laughs> I have no desire to buy one of those. None? <laughs> None. You wouldn't even have to go outside and do your triathlons. You could just run in place and put on the headset. <laughs> You're missing out good. a lot, though. Well, like, those, I mean, the. Go, go ahead, ahead Sam. No, you go ahead, John. Okay. <laughs> um, so for AR glasses, I say they couldn't make regular people that don't need glasses. I said regular people. <laughs> people that people that don't need glasses to we- convince them to wear glasses. But I did not wear watches. That was a thing that I did not do. I didn't I felt anything on my wrist was like super uncomfortable and the Apple Watch got me to wear a watch. But I just don't see that happening for people that don't need glasses at all, just to start wearing glasses. Because you can look at Twitter with your lenses. I don't see it happening. So I guess we're yeah. I guess we're stuck, at least <laughs> until we get the iPhone 18 in 2026. <laughs> uh, Dude, I hope is I'm that the name of the episode? Then. Ross Young <laughs> leaks the iPhone 18. Yeah. <laughs> that has to be. Uh, we have to do that. We have to use that. Is that going on Apple Track? Are you holding me accountable for that? Yeah. One? <laughs> well, I mean, to be uh, fair, you have a few years to change that. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. True. We got. I mean, <laughs> I probably won't put it down until you know we get closer. <laughs> will Apple Track but even yes, be around? I, I will in hold you accountable when the time comes. I will lay down the hammer of justice. Thank you. Sam. Have, have you bought? Uh, have you bought Apple Track on in the metaverse yet? You have uh, an Apple Track house or anything <laughs> no, just a room yet. where you can actually like stand with ross young on the source leaderboard in, in yeah, that's uh, gotta be worth in, something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um no well, well the I, I wanted to ask the the vr headset's gonna have displays in it right a lot of displays what a question oh, a Sam. Lot? no i i like well three i three displays <laughs> really yeah we think there'll be three micro oled imagers very high resolution I say three, two micro OLED imagers, and then a uh, a regular like smartphone panel in between. So you have like peripheral vision. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's a lot of pixels. Wow. I'm like, that's cool, but I'm going to use it for maybe 30 minutes and never pick it back up again. 
But that's what you say now, having not seen it, John. I mean, how do you feel about AR VR stuff, Sam? Like in general, I I've had minimal experience with VR to this day. I am just confident that if when Apple drops this, that it's going to be unlike something that we've seen before. I, I do not think they are going to make an Oculus Quest competitor. I think they are going to do something totally different. Something that's, I mean, you know, just like Ross said, like a crazy amount of pixels. I mean, mm-hmm. Mark Gurman has been on the record of saying engineers have called it indistinguishable from reality. Cool. So that when I when I hear that, I will say my expectation for what it could be, because we have not seen that. There is no application, and I'm not even saying it has to be 100%, but just closer there. VR um, makes me so motion sick, though. So when that when that comes out, I'm going to be so sick for like two weeks. I get motion sick <laughs> if I like turn wrong in my chair. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I do too, actually. You, got, you do? Really? I don't know why. Yeah. And like, if I have to travel, it's like a two days of recovery because I am so sick. Like Sam, oh, I'm sorry. If I come to Cupertino, you're gonna be like, you're just gonna be hanging out with me in my puke bucket, bro. I'm sorry. That's not, uh, I mean that's like I'll just drive you. I'll just drive you there. That's not, th- no that that too. What any amount of travel, motion on the road? Yeah, I'm like a toddler, dude. I'll just throw up on myself in the car. <laughs> what if we buy like a private jet? That's still. I'm in the air, bro. <laughs> no, no, we'll put you in the cabin. We'll put you like you'll fly it. That's worse. No, you get to, to pick where we're going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just dude. Yeah, John, just I, you're gonna. I'm gonna get me. you a hazmat drug me suit. and let me wake up somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, don't you take like uh like comethazine or some like horse Dram- tranquilizer? Doesn't yeah, that help I, t- you? I try to take Dramamine. Are you a Dramamine boy, Ross? No, that's the only. That's I, I the only, only thing that helps me, sort of. I only get it on VR. So like that uh, roller coaster on the original Oculus, man, that mm-hmm. was bad. Oh, it wasn't a good idea. Three seconds in VR, in VR, and I'll be throwing up. <laughs> Sam, I quit. Really? I quit the podcast. I want a code now. I I want code. That's what I'm doing with my life. No more podcast. And you know what I'm using to do it? Code Academy. Yeah, dude, me too, because I'm going to Apple Park for Dub Dub as a developer. So like I gotta also brush up. Oh, you're um, quitting? So I've been Well, no, I'm not quitting. We're I'm both quitting the episode up. the podcast. That's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. Listen, <laughs> official over 50 announcement. People, uh, did you know this, John? Fifty million people already know that Code Academy is the best way to learn code. Fifty million and two because of me and you, we're leaving. And that's not only because Code Academy teaches you job-ready coding skills, but also helps you build unique projects for your portfolio, earn certificates, and even prep for technical interviews. This Whether you have great. experience or not, you don't, don't you don't have experience, no problem. Code Academy will get you no started problem. to walk through everything, no matter if you want to do HTML, CSS, Python, JavaScript, Swift, another good example. Just show up. You can use Code Academy Pro, you can get 15% off uh, with the promo code GeniusBar because they love us. Yeah, no, this is incredible. I'm so excited to work on my app. I just came up with an idea for the app that I'm going to develop and I'm going to use Codecademy to learn it. Like I was literally just, as we did this, I was like, where do I learn to do what I want to do? And then I was like, oh, you know, the sponsor that's uh, joining 50, over 50 million people learning to code with Codecademy to see where coding can take us. Get 15% off your Codecademy pro membership when you go to codecademy.com and use promo code GeniusBar. John, that's called GeniusBar at Codecademy.com to get 15% off Codecademy Pro, the best way to learn to code. C-O-D-E-C-A-D-E-M-Y.com, promo code GeniusBar. And of course, a huge thanks to Codecademy for sponsoring this episode of GeniusBar. Yay.
I guess I guess my final question, Ross, is you know, you cover this stuff, you're in the weeds, you're in the thick of it, you're looking at displays all day. Like uh what do you think the best display is that Apple's ever made? Um I, I'm really looking forward to their OLED iPads and MacBook Pros when they come. There's mm. a lot of stuff happening in large OLED panels right now that's really going to improve performance. There's like five different ways to cut power significantly, and they all may impl- they all may be implemented at the same time. So I think mm. we're going to see some really cool OLED panels in in 2024 and 2025. And the cool, the really great thing about it is they've also figured out how to bring the cost down quite a bit also. So nice. you're going to have all of these improvements as well as uh, all of these technologies to lower costs all coming in at the same time. So it's going to be, we're going to see OLEDs really, you know, take a lot of share. And what's uh, interesting that I've also talked about is, you know, all of the LCD manufacturers are adding capacity f- to make more IT panels. And the OLED manufacturers mm-hmm. are adding capacity to add, to make more IT panels. And yet the IT market is shrinking. So, you know, we're going to get better and better displays at lower and lower prices and, uh, it's like I keep saying, it's good to be a buyer of displays, you know, whether yeah. like in procurement, because they, the display industry is kind of a crazy industry where they never make any money and they deliver these great products and every year they get cheaper. And it's not like semiconductors where they have, you know, 45, 60% gross margins. I mean, these are like, you know, they're lucky when they're profitable, you know, right, that's a yeah, good year. Really? It's that yeah. tight? It is very tough. It's kind of like a nationalized industry. Because the way that China thinks about it is jobs. Like, how can we create a lot of jobs? The display industry is kind of labor intensive on the assembly of the final panels. Um, so, you know, by growing the display industry, they they keep their people employed and, and happy. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, we were supposed to get that OLED iPad Air. What was it like last year or something? And then it got pushed to 2024. Was it you that was like, it's pushed now to forever? Yeah. Yeah. We had heard. That uh, that they had an agreement with Samsung and then it fell apart. Now it's kind of off the roadmap. The focus is on the iPad Pro, 11 and 12.9 inches. Um, you know, LG is equipping their new fab. Now they place the orders for the equipment. Now it's going to be the first fab that'll be dedicated to what's called rigid plus thin film encapsulation, which is going to be lower in cost but still very thin. Mm-hmm. It won't be flexible, but it'll be very very thin and light. And then it'll have the tandem stack so it'll have like double the brightness and like 30 percent lower costs i mean lower power and then it's probably going to have the phosphorescent blue which is going to lower power by 30 percent there's a few other things that they can do to to, uh, lower power as well um but apple was smart in that they really they told their panel suppliers were and they're in a great position because they can just buy mini leds all day long right and they said we're only going to go ipad or oled if you can really uh, boost the brightness because the mini LEDs are so bright uh-huh. and also really improve the lifetime. We don't want burn-in. So the way to improve brightness and minimize burn-in is through tandem stack, putting a second layer of OLED materials on top and you hmm. basically double the efficiency and brightness and really uh, put off uh, burn-in. So it's it's wow. Apple is in a great position and all the panel suppliers, you know, want Apple as a big customer and, um, you know, they'll do what they what they need them, they'll do what Apple wants them to do eventually. Except for BOE. They, <laughs> yeah. You know, BOE has dedicated a lot of 
capacity <laughs> to Apple. You know, they really, because they lost, because of Huawei's situation, it's been tough for BOE, but mm-hmm. they've been winning a lot of business. Their market share went up for like five straight quarters. Um, you know, they're going to dedicate a line for iPads for Apple as well. Um, you know, they, they definitely want to make Apple happy. Um, but you know, it's a learning experience. They're still, you know, young in Apple supply chain Yeah, and right. have a lot to learn. Well, Ross, thank you so much. I'm sorry that, uh, I'm sorry this wasn't about a triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was awesome having you on, man. It, it was really great to connect and talk and, yeah, you know, it was great. I, re- I really I respect it. the work you do, man. You do a great job. Um, I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, main i'll be etherneted into twitter to my brain for that tweet that may or may not come from you later this week about potentially seeing <laughs> i something know dub notifications dub. turned on all the way for oh, <laughs> always always but no i'm very excited it was great talking with you you're dope dude and, Ro- uh, and ross young is the only one that has ever pulled out a professional john and sam yeah pretty much <laughs> this is the yeah, most we straightforward like professional episode of genius bar that will ever be made i think yeah. You guys are great. I really enjoyed this. It's a lot of fun. Wow. Thank you. Oh, Thank you, Ross, Ross Young. Please. Thank you, Ross. Please, Young. Ross. Uh, here, we got to give the applause. Thank you. Here, I'll uh, give you this. Okay. <laughs> you're ruining it, Sam. At the last minute, you're ruining it. I know. Okay. I know. Um, okay. Well, I guess, guys, that's going to wrap up a great episode of the Genius Bar. Thank you, we Ross Young. You. And thank you, thank you Sam, for showing up. Follow ross on twitter over at dscc ross go check out his website as well we'll leave the stuff linked down below um dude's doing awesome stuff thanks for being here thank you